Chair, staff is ready when you are. Good evening. Welcome to the Monday, May 15th, 6 p.m. special meeting of the Measure U Community Advisory Committee. The meeting is now called to order. Will the clerk please call the roll to establish a quorum? Thank you, Chair. Members, please unmute. Member Rueb? Here. Member Sala? Here. Member Macias? Here. Member Goris is absent. Member Wolf? Here. Member Cooney? Here. Member Riviera? Member Bird is absent. Member Pascal? Here. Member Diaz is absent. Chair Dickinson? Here. Thank you. We have a quorum. Thank you. I would like to remind members of the public and chambers that if you would like to speak on uh, an agenda item, please turn in a speaker slip when the item begins. For members of the public who wish to join virtually, please refer to the agenda for the Zoom link. Once you have joined the meeting and wish to speak, raise your hand to provide public comment when the chair confirms the public comment speaking period for your desired item. If you are online, Click on, the raise, click on raise hand on the bottom of your screen. If you're in the mobile app, you can raise your hand by tapping the raise hand option in the more tab. If you're calling via telephone to raise your hand, dial star nine, then to unmute or mute, dial star six. Speakers will be called on by the last four digits of their phone number. You will have two min minutes to speak once you're called on. After the first speaker, we will no longer accept speaker slips and the raised hand feature in the Zoom will be disabled. We will now proceed with today's agenda. Please rise for the opening acknowledgement in honor of Sacramento's indigenous peoples and tribal lands. To the original people of this land, the Nisenan people, the Southern Maydu Valley and Plains Miwok, Pathwin Wintun peoples and the people of the Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe, May we acknowledge and honor the native people who came before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather together today in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's indigenous people's history, contributions, and lives. Thank you. Please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands one nation, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We will now proceed to the discussion calendar, and I will note that tonight's meeting is a special meeting, and we have only one item on the agenda. Item number one is rec approval of recommendations regarding fiscal year 23-24 Measure U budget priorities. And there is no staff presentation. 
Uh, clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. I have no speaker slips. I do have one speaker with their hands raised on this item. Call in user one. I'm going to unmute you now. Hello, yes, my name is Lambert and I'm, I'm trying to understand, is this the discussion calendar? This is the discussion calendar, yes. Okay, that's what I wanted to comment on. Uh, I thought there would be a presentation, but I studied the report as a person who went to many Measure U meetings and voted for it twice. I like the report. I would like to encourage the um, Measure U committee to do what it says. It says that you're going to be it recommends that you oversee it, steering and panel it as you serve to oversee the process because the first time, the pilot, there were a lot of uh, peculiar things that happened. I personally believe they were intentional. But I was thrilled to see that you're going for $5 million and shout out to uh, hopefully Ash Ragani will call us because it says the committee recommends priority investment be focused on quote-unquote minority-owned businesses in underserved communities. And our cheesecakes just went viral during Mother's Day, and we're out of Del Paso Heights, an underserved community. So I hope Mr. Ragani contacts us because we're scandal-free. Thank you. Thank you for your comment. Chair, I have no more speakers on this item. Thank you. Um, are there any commissioners who wish to speak on this item? Uh, Member Macias. Um, I have a question. So what, are, what is our ability to make line item edits today? I think we can make edits, editorial edits, but not editorial I guess that's what I mean like like copy edits copy edits today Correct. <clears throat> you guys voted last week for the actual for the, for the scope of the letter was going to be and you authorized Vice Chair Cooney to, to draft it with the understanding we'd come back and make sure that that letter reflected what your decisions from last week were so that's the that's the scope of the um, item before you today so if we do have a few you know, some minor edits, how would we then approve the final product? Would we have to as have another as meeting? As long as the edits are either truly editorial, I suppose, if you think that, if you think that, the, that the letter does not reflect the decision from last week, um, or that um, it could better present the decisions from last week, maybe to be editorial like you didn't like the way he wrote it for some reason, those are the types of things we need to talk about today. Okay. Um, well, to the vice chair, thank you for drafting it. I had a couple relatively minor comments, I think, on the on the place about the poll in the, sorry, let me make sure, um, for the priority ranking. I think we might just clarify, we're talking about a poll of the committee members, that you know, poll is connected with committee members um, and you know, who are asked to rank the following items, just to clarify what this is representing. On the participatory budgeting, um, 
section. I just wonder if, it, if we might, um, or if the committee might be in favor of even going a little stronger that we believed it was a success, that it brought in, you know, was a, uh, engaged the public, that we learned a lot from it, and that, you know, and that's why we believe it's worthy of expansion. Um, you know, just making that case, and I wouldn't, I can understand why you drafted it to be um, very straightforward, but I, I, I think at least personally, having read the report and heard back from, you know, as a discussion item, I think we might, you know, brag a little bit that it, that it worked and the public was engaged and that we learned a lot and that we're excited about um, expanding it. Thank you. Um, Member Sala. Yes, yeah, so I, I, I guess I need clarification. So all we're able to do is editing, but if I wanted to make comments of additional language that needs to be in here, I can't do that? Depends on what the additional language is. I'm sorry I'm sounding like a lawyer here, but if you want to add items or, or, or change the spending priorities that you approved last week, that you can't do that. But if you, like Member Diaz's um, suggestions were exactly, but how it's the manner in which it's presented or, and, or if you believe that the letter doesn't reflect what you voted on last week as a group, then that, that we can talk about that as well. Okay, can I have a, just a general discussion to see if it's even possible to include that in here? And, and so when we approved the general categories, um, that was on Monday, and Tuesday was um, the budget presented to the city council, and it was in particular the police budget, and there was a whole discussion of possibly additional monies available that could go towards prevention and intervention, whether it's public safety or community response. Um, and since that happened after we had our discussion here, I, I want to include I want to include a statement to that effect. And is that possible to do that? I'm not quite sure what you want to include. So, um, I don't know if I, to say it, should there be, based on the police budget that was shared mm -hmm. on the last Tuesday's council meeting, potentially there could be monies that would be available to, to not a, $10 million is what was thrown out and is what I heard that might be available that could could be utilized um, in the area of community response or public safety in accordance with city council's resolution that defines public safety and that we would encourage that. Yeah, as, long as, we're sticking, as long as we're sticking with the, what you have right now is the committee recommends additional funding for community response teams, crisis intervention teams, and violence prevention programs to reduce gun violence. Is that the one you're talking about changing? Um, so 
I would could be maybe even making that stronger and then public safety. You could make that, a, you could ask um, Vice Chair Cooney to make the community response language stronger. And you could also, I would think since you're, if you're looking at public safety and the community response as kind of two sides of the same coin. Yes. You could say, as stated above, something to that, to that effect where you're saying that consistent with our, we're consistent with our recommendations for community response, we feel it's appropriate, something like that, I guess. I don't want to put words in your mouth, yeah. but I'm trying to. So, so it, I also see the public safety, and what I heard on Tuesday when I was here was stating, so there's a million dollars allocated to gang intervention and prevention. And I know in my community, we're starting to have a problem with that. And I heard others talk about there needs to be more of an investment in those community organizations that have a proven track record for doing this kind of work, but they need more than a million dollars. I'm not going to put a number to it because we can't do that, but how do we, can I make it stronger that under public safety or community response, whichever section we, we decide it's most appropriate, is to say that additional resources be given to prevention, gain prevention intervention strategies um, as more and not I can't give the dollar amount but that there be additional resources in support of that yeah, uh, that was if that's the the thought of the panel yes. vice chair Cooney could make that could strengthen up the language under community response and public safety to reflect those those thoughts yes those are all those are all completely within what you guys have proposed oh. And so I think you, I think if you just want that to be stronger, yeah. we can, if that's the, that's the will of the body, that would be fine. And then I also support your saying that the participatory budgeting language needs to be stronger and saying that there's good outcome because and the, the city council has not received a formal presentation, so they don't really know that it was, there was some missteps, but. Overall, it was a very successful program. Um, and then, um, I have two more things, but I can't say the other one thing, and I'll say it, item's not on the agenda. Or maybe I can, I'll, I'll put it out there, and you tell me if it's appropriate or not. The other one is I really want to strengthen the language. Um, let me see, where are we talking about, I think it's towards the end, or maybe not. It's not, and we talked about it, is, is really stressing the importance of getting data that, it, yeah, the data piece, and I don't see that in here, is getting data that accurately, um, Tell that data that shows us by neighborhoods where the money is going and then measurable outcomes that we need to have that because we're not we're not able to determine if something's effective or not so that I think we need to stress it again and really ask for it and this time hopefully we can get it I know that I know that city council's asked also asking for the same thing so maybe there's a convergence there and then the last and I, I was struck with this last year 
and I'm struck with it again. I know we're not a commission, and we're not considered commissioners, but we don't, we still volunteer, and we still give of our time, and sometimes it's, it's, you know, the work that we're, now we're going to have a subcommittee, we're going to put more time in under our subcommittee, and potentially what we're going to do with participatory budgeting, but I think, in the, I know it can't go in here, because we didn't talk about it, but I just want it for the record that we should, the city council should really reconsider giving us a stipend like the other commissions receive. And we mentioned it last year. We just didn't follow up with it. And, I, and, and as I was looking at, um, and Measure U money pays for the commissioner's stipends, except for we don't get it. Anyway, I thought that was funny. So that's it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Member Macias. Um, well, for the chair, I mean, I guess on, to the first recommendation that that committee member Sala raised around like maybe more language on the public safety, I think I would support if it was very clear that it was just you know, encouraging the city to invest in you know, community-based organizations to do outreach on, on violence prevention, things like that. I, if it was about more funds for community-based organizations to do that kind of outreach, I think I would support that. I'm, I'm less comfortable if it's just more funds for, you know, the police to do gang crackdowns or something. I, if it's about community-based groups doing, you know, outreach and intervention, I think that language would, I would support. Thank you. Member Vice Chair Cooney. Yeah, so a couple of clarifying questions. Uh, thank you, first off, for everyone who spoke um, for feedback. Um, definitely base the letter uh, off of previous year's in, uh, recommendations. Try to keep the same feel, the same language. Uh, but yeah, so I have a couple of clarifying questions. Uh, for member uh, Macias, for the priority ranking uh, comment, um, so I, I know you meant that you wanted to have the priority ranking more obvious that we, as members polled, um, is what's in under that bolded section uh, okay, or did you want to add another sentence, or what did you think specifically to add so that they understand it's a poll? Yeah, that's the sentence I was thinking of where it says, the committee requests the city council consider the following priority rankings for Measure U investments. Committee members completed a poll. I guess when it says completed, committee members completed a poll, it could be read as we polled the public or... Um, I, to me, I find it, the wording a little confusing, but maybe that was just just me. It was an internal poll. And I, Compo yeah, um, that was amongst us. Yeah. The, com com the committee conducted a poll of members on yeah. its to identify areas of significant need. Just, okay. I, I felt like it could be read as if we were polling the public or polling someone else. That was all. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Let's see, and I'm off. And for um, member Solace, uh, when you say strengthen the community, um, the community response language, what were you specifically thinking? Um, I get the gist of it, but like specifically, how does what's there differ from what you want to see? So, um, well. 
you only talk about the park rangers. So right off, so I, I think we need to say it in both community response, and I don't, I'm not sure where, where um, gang intervention and prevention or violence prevention falls, whether it's under community response and that's the adequate location or maybe in public safety because, and I do want to quote or reference the ordinance, not the ordinance, the resolution that the city council passed and, and um, council member um, Vang mentioned it last Tuesday that it redefines what public safety is. So we need to reference that for sure. And whether, and it should be maybe in public safety that should there be resources available or not should there be maybe for the city council to find resources to invest additional monies in um, gang prevention and intervention or, or violence prevention, maybe that's, well it's not just, I mean there's two different things, there's violence prevention and there's gang preventions and it's really an investment in the community and those community-based organizations and I'm just thinking of one because I heard them testify, brothers to brother, that they have a proven track record of being effective in Del Paso Heights. It's, um, and so, and there's others, that's the one I heard on Tuesday, but there are others, I know there are other community-based organizations that are equally as effective, but they're not receiving enough money to do the work that's needed. So how that gets said in there is, that, that's what I think I want to enforce in, in public safety, if that's the best um, place to do that, or community response, I'm not sure where. But my preference would be under public safety only because it ties it nicely to the resolution that the city council adopted a couple months ago. Thank you, um, Member Pas Pascal. Thank you, and thank you uh, to the Vice Chair for uh, preparing the letter. Um, I wanted to offer some um, suggestions or explore if the um, committee would be interested in um, strengthening or expanding upon the item um, under homelessness and um, specifically what I was thinking, although I don't <laughs> I'll let the council um, rein me in, um, is if we could add a statement, something to the effect of that the Measure U funds for that category should be at least equal to, or if not greater than, the amount of Measure U funds that were devoted to homelessness last year. Um, and I offer that because I understand the proposal that was brought forward by the city staff um, has a significant drop in Measure U funds for that purpose, I think from um, 11 million to 3 million from last year to this year with the expectation that there would be state money available. And um, I think even if that state money were to bring us to what they consider to fully fund the current array of services, that would still fall very short of what the need is um, in the community. Um, for example, um, I received a letter today um, uh, signed by a number of groups, including the ACLU, LGBT Community Center, a number of other community organizations, um, asking the council to make um, respite centers available in the city 24-7, um, citywide in the summer, um, recognizing that the heat, um, there's 
number of people who have died uh, on the streets as a result of extreme heat and in the winter um, uh, cold. Um, and so that would be an example of a thing that could be funded if um, over and above, I think what the city had um, proposed um, uh, making those the 24-hour services statewide, ensuring they accept pets, which is a, a concern of people um, without shelter. Um, additionally, um, there's data that for every one person that is moved from homelessness into housing, another 1.7 people are becoming homeless. So really in a kind of a losing battle, if we don't invest in prevention, that would be another um, uh, area that could be invested in if um, we're able to invest more than what was suggested um, by the city, as well as some of the things that were outlined in the letter, like mobile showers, bathrooms, et cetera. Um, the, the fact sheet that Ash made is with the pie chart, for example, shows right now 8% um, of Measure U money being devoted to homelessness services. And I think if um, my math is correct, at this time next year, that same chart would show we're investing just 2% because Again, I understand there's other sources coming in, um, but um, overall, the money invested in, um, in homelessness would, uh, would not rise, it doesn't seem, under the current city proposal. Meanwhile, the scale of the crisis is, uh, continues to grow. So I just wanted to offer that as um, maybe another area where we could strengthen or uh, add some more specificity to the letter. Thank you. Member Riviera. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, uh, Vice Chair, for working on this. What I kind of have felt in this past year, in order for us to make a decision to help the communities right, in reference for the funding part, we're lacking data. We're lacking data, and that to me is very important. We're also lacking the outcome of the monies where it's at. So we can see exactly where it needs to go and what we need to eliminate and what we need to improve. So I agree with uh, Member Salas with the data. That's main my main concern is once we get that data, we'll be able to make, in my opinion, better judgment. I want that. That's it. Thank you, Member Rivera. Member Wolf. Well, thanks everyone for your thoughtful feedback and Duke for engaging in this exercise and creating a nice concise letter that we can all come back and provide thoughtful feedback about. Um, I guess again, my only my only takeaway with this is like I, I know that we're we're supposed to be making recommendations about the Measure U funds um, and a lot of what the city is budgeting for involves Measure U funds, but I just want to make sure we're not going outside of our scope with this meeting. Um, you know, like I know there's there's law enforcement officers and gang task force engaged in that issue specific, specifically, like, and have been ongoing for some time. Um, I, I don't know if any language that we add today is going to determine any kind of fiscal outcome or the way the budget gets allocated next month. Um, so I just, yeah, I just, I'm just in terms of a producing a coherent document, like, right, if Duke is gathering uh, really important things to add to this today from what everybody has said, perfect. Let's definitely bolster the document. Um, yeah, just at the same time, I just want to make sure we're 
being thoughtful of the time we have here today to really put a thoughtful document forward. Thank you, Member Wolf. Uh, Assistant City Manager Jasso. Sure. Um, budget staff identified a potential um, act a factual correction in the letter that I would defer to Brett City Attorney's Office on. Um, under participatory budgeting, there's a sentence that begins middle of the paragraph. Um, during the mid-year 2021 budget discussion, the council directed the city manager to include a modest $1 million binding annual allocation. And I believe the correction is that... that um, as, as we recall, it was not binding. There was a desire by the, the, by the committee to have it be binding, but I think the ultimate determination that such a recommendation could not be binding because council ultimately would have the purview. I think that's, that's true, but also the other thing was it was it, the use of the word annual implies that it's an ongoing that's thing, not. and it's not. It was a one-time allocation, which is the why pilot. I'm that's asking correct. for more. So. Attorney Witter. Yeah, um, to deal, I just want to address um, Member Pascal's um, comment. The idea of, I mean, you can strengthen the, the areas that you would like, but the idea of adding language that say that the investment should be greater or as e greater than or equal to last year's, I think is just is a bridge too far. I think and the, the thing to keep in mind is that there are members who voted on this item last week and they aren't here now. Um, and the Brown Act would require us to revisit that, that item as opposed to the item we're dealing with today. Um, the, other thing to, the other thing to keep in mind as well for yourself is that the council, the budget and audit committee is gonna meet, this, meet on this and they're gonna consider it's gonna be an open meeting. Um, you all are certainly free to show up and speak your mind at those meetings and say uh, the same level of passion you did tonight that you feel strongly about those things. So there's, no, there's nothing preventing you from showing up at the meetings and, and speaking your piece. Uh, thank you. Uh, Vice Chair Cooney? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Okay. I, you answered my question. <laughs> um, and I'll make the, the correction with the annual binding. Um, I will say that was in prior years submissions uh, with it was our request it wasn't there ah okay okay <laughs> connecting all the dots <laughs> and say pilot I, um, I wanted to circle back to member Pascal's suggestion and now in the context of the advice from council um, is the language there strong enough I mean it covers the the um, prevention and respite items that you referenced and I just want to make sure if there was anything stronger in the text without going to a bridge too far <laughs> Let me uh, think about if we can construct a wording that would suffice for the attorney. <laughs> okay. Um, Vice Chair Cooney. I know we may not be able to add it in this time around, but I think it would be worthwhile revisiting the homelessness allocation after their expected uh, state dollars come in and whether they don't or whether they do, maybe that's an item we can take up as a commission and make recommendations around that. 
even if it's separate from the budget. I, th I think that's a good idea, and we could also um, maybe make a comment in our annual budget report that encompasses the idea that um, as the city is waiting for unexpected funds that they assure that that there are city funds sufficient to meet the need in our and put that in our annual budget report so, something like that um, member Macias um, I guess question for Brett the member Solomon member Rivera raised this request for getting um, you know more data on as when it comes to the budget and I, I know we had a discussion at the last meeting especially around you know kind of performance measures and other things and, and I think it was part of our recommendation to include that in the letter but it was that's what I recall as well that's why I did pipe in on that one is my recollection I was going to see how you guys voted okay. up, but my recollection was that the data driven the outcomes and see performance measures was part of the motion last last week that's my recollection and it sounds like you got looking like with the nodding heads that you guys agree so it was just missing from okay. the letter just want to make sure we, we can include it and I'm I'm supportive of it and thanks for catching that and um, hope we can include you know some agreement that we're we're all seeking more more data member Riviera thank you even first just saying metrics and then have that language there and then participatory budgeting our rankings and not only rankings but the outcomes we want to have a method in order to find out how the who's being funded what are, did they meet their outcomes or how many people were converted and that part that's very important in my community mm -hmm. because we we're funding people that my community is saying is not producing the outcomes and this is for are you referring to measure you as a whole? Measure you okay. as a whole. Okay. Thank you. Member, member um, Pascal. Uh, thank you. I just wanted to add one um, more sort of technical note on the letter and where we have the poll. Um, I think just because it was taken from another document, um, we lost the explanation of what the the numbers are on the right, which I think was some uh, an average score. Um, so I would suggest either that we explain the methodology that uh, helped us arrive at that score, or maybe just for this purpose to remove those numbers because we still have the order ranking. And and the um, numbers are not intuitive because the low numbers are high. Yeah, I, I get why, but it's confusing. Question: um, Ash mentioned he, we would be we would be submitting this letter, but also the full letter with our rankings. So, are, are we still submitting both of those documents? Because that may alleviate it. Or are we just submitting the letter by itself without the expanded rankings document? Sorry to put you on the spot. Uh, sorry, him. No, I believe it would be the choice of this committee as to. What we voted on last week was that this would be that this would be because there were elements of if you recall there were elements of that poll and the, specifically the comments following the poll from the individual members that we that the, the body voted to take out and they were there were I think there were references to specific projects and specific neighborhoods which you had to take out so the intent was that this would be there 
Although I agree with, not my place to say, but I agree that threes at the top seems weird. <laughs> Did that answer your question? Um, Member Wolf. Yeah, I guess I just wanted to add some context. I mean, in terms of maybe, maybe Mr. Jasso could help fill in on this a little bit, but I remember Ash mentioned before that in March, was probably our March meeting, that some of the projects still haven't been uh, the money hasn't been allocated yet, right? So there's no way to really collect data on it because we just haven't gotten that back. They haven't got just be, they haven't been able to start doing the work yet that they signed up to do with the city. Um, just, I'm wondering if you can provide any context of how much that's changed since then, specifically on participatory budgeting. Yeah, the money was. I believe that is correct. Um, kind of, we can check into where exactly it is and probably when reasonably we can have a full collection of data to report on. Yeah, but I, at least from what we talked about, I think it was like towards the end of the year at the very earliest. Yep, we can check. And thank you. And I have a comment on uh, to that point, which is um, on that sentence uh, that describes the um, pilot program. I would add another phrase at the end, and that says and take. You'll have to take an and out, but it says and completed a preliminary evaluation, which which taught us a lot and showed the program to be very successful at, up to this stage. Does that sort of get at what you were getting at? <laughs> yeah, um, Member Sala. Um, so we really won't have preliminary, well, we have preliminary data on the results of the effectiveness of the outreach process and identifying, but the projects are, have, they haven't started and it's one year project and they're supposed to be collecting data after, throughout the, the year and then report it out at the completion of their contract. So it's a year out before we'll get, or maybe even, I would say a little bit longer, um, before we'll get any outcome data based on the success of, of those projects. But I, what, what mm -hmm. I was talking about, the data and the outcomes just overall and all the Measure U monies, we've been asking for this. We want to know, um, so under YPSI, we gave you so many millions of dollars, and you identified um, it's going to these programs. So, where's the? What was their goal? The measurable outcome, and what neighborhoods this money went into. So, if we need to shift, if we need to call it out and say, maybe you, well, we don't need to. They'll notice it once they look at the data that there there might be inequities, or maybe that program isn't meeting their their outcomes, then the money needs to be shifted somewhere else. Because we're not, unless we grow more additional monies and we get more additional monies, it's pretty much status quo. But with the money we have, we should be able to look at it and see, it, is it being utilized in the most effective way? And is it going to those neighborhoods that really need it based on why, based on people voting for Measure U, what they wanted was to address inequities that exist. and. And I, I'll just share this. 
I heard um, Council Member Kaplan speak to this, and I, I was so happy to hear her say that the reason why the parks are really good in her neighborhood in District 1 is because the people pay extra fees to have these great parks. So neighborhoods that don't have that, that's what the city council's budget is supposed to do, measure you supposed to do is address those inequities that exist. So they, the, the, the taxpayers said, we want really nice parks, so we want, we're investing in this, but other neighborhoods don't have resources that could do that. And, and tax themselves or pay fees to do that, then that's what Measure U should be doing to address those inequities. So, so that, but without data, we can't really ascertain where this money's going and whether it's meeting its intended, the Measure U is meeting its intended goal. With that, I know that we're, I really like this. It's short and sweet, but at every, when I, um, some of our letters that went forward to the city council were several pages long, and I'm not suggesting that we do this, but one of the things that when I was here, when I first started, is that there was always a little reminder at the beginning of Measure U and what was um, the people voted, this is what it said, and it was intended for this and this. I don't know if we want to add that, or do we need to, or is it necessary, but I just, there wasn't a little pair, a little description. There's always a few senses. There's a, a, some of the letters, because Ash sent us back, there were, it was two paragraphs worth, and I'm not suggesting that at all, by no means, but I don't know, just for consideration whether we want to add that or not. Member Riviera. Thank you. Jesso, Mr. Jesso, I have a question for you. So when you develop this, um, if you were to develop a data collection on the outcomes of the projects that got funded, who decides what questions will be for that data collection? So a little bit of a complicated response. It very much depends on the program, the department. Um, in some cases, the auditor, depending if they're doing an audit, may look at, at certain performance measures and so on uh, with respect to it. I think one of the challenges, and um, uh, I know I'm uh, next, so I was going to, uh, Murthalo Santizo, our budget director, was going to jump on to actually give clarification another, is that um, I think there are relatively few programs that are solely Measure U funded. So usually it's a collection of other resources. So trying to do it at the program level that's directly the outcome related specifically to Measure U sometimes becomes a challenge, um, but it very much depends on the department, uh, the individual departments and the programs. So when they create this um, data collection spreadsheet, is there any way that we could look at it ahead of time? And when then the second part to the question is, can we participate and say this is what we wanted to see? I think um, in the past, different departments have come before this body and given testimony about their various programming and what's been funded and so on. So I think those opportunities exist for getting that feedback, putting the feedback back to the departments in terms of how are we assessing effectiveness, outcomes, and so on. 
So this group here can say we would like to see the following outcome. I that, certainly that input is is always possible through the um, on Measure You funded uh, projects and, and programs. Okay, thank you. Does Marcella want to? She, I believe, she has her hand raised and is kind of. Marthala, I'm going to unmute you now. Okay, thank you. Um, this is Marthala Santizo, budget manager. I just wanted to um, state a clarification to the homeless funding. So um, the funding sources that we have for fiscal year 24 has been confirmed. They're not pending. Um, I know that it was mentioned earlier that we're waiting for um, the state uh, the state letter for pending funding and that is not the case. We do have that letter. We do have other funding sources, which is why there was a drop in Measure U funding um, because the program as a whole is um, funded entirely as it was for this year. So I just wanted to make that clarification that um, we are there's no funding source for homelessness for fiscal year 24 that's pending. I want to get back to the data question for just a moment. Um, I think I think we did adopt um, last week the idea that we would ask for data collection by district with um, a number of dem demographic uh, characteristics and program outcomes. And I think the challenge has been that we have had many um, departments come to us and give us give us their um, uh, their impact measure their their program measures. The challenge, I think, has been they are um, they are measures of what they're doing against benchmarks in other communities. They are they don't provide us impact um, assessments. And, and I think what we've been trying to get at oh, oh, and is, is and, and I think it's something that everyone should want, but, but we're, we've been trying to get at what are the impacts, you know, what is, basically what is the status quo for parks or homelessness or whatever, and what, what's, what's the difference? Um, not you know not just how many parks got cleaned, but how many how many parks look better than they did a year ago. Um, that that sort of impact um, statement, and I don't I don't think I, th I think we're not quite communicating effectively what we're looking for compared to what the staff does. And I, I will say that the program staff do have measures of work that they do. I think most of them, though, have not, um, and I would think it would be great for them, have not given impact information, which, which we see is, is different. And so, so that's, that's the, the back and forth I think we've been struggling with. And, I, and I'm, I know it's hard for staff to do that work in some, some programs as well. And I wanted to go back to uh, put Member Pascal on the spot just for a moment as to whether um, uh, Marthala's updated information on funding gave you any additional thoughts. Um, 
Yeah, I understand. I if I understood what she was saying, the money is committed. It's not conceptual money. <laughs> I still would reiterate that um, what the I think the budget considers fully funded is clearly by stepping out the door quite evident that that's an insufficient amount of funding. So um, appreciate the the clarification on the technical aspect, but I think the um, the as a policy priority, um, there are things that clearly could be done if there were more Measure U funds available. And I'm going to see. I'm going to also see if if Member Co Vice Chair Cooney has some thoughts about strengthening that homelessness language. Totally put you on the spot. Um, no major thoughts. I tried to stay as consistent to what people recommended last week. Um, I understand your frustration, and I have, I have it too. Like it, it does make sense in the explanation, but at the same time, it's still a drop in funding coming from this source, um, which is part of you know what this measure was passed to do to alleviate homelessness and address affordable <laughs> housing. So I think personally, the best way for us to go about it would be to make it a topic at a, at a later meeting and just have us also hold the city accountable. You know, are those dollars actually going to come in? Um, and does that impact the way that they deliver services? I know sometimes state dollars are attached to different requirements that maybe Measure U dollars might not have the same limitations at. Um, but in terms of the language, uh, I think what we have is very straightforward, and I think it, if, if I was a council member looking at it, I would understand a general idea of what sort of programs and services the commission wants to fund. Um, yeah, but if you have specific... I mean, maybe could we just add a statement, which is uh, maybe self-evident, but that um, in that section that um, homelessness was identified in our survey, maybe we could just reiterate as a top priority for Measure U funds. Perfect. Um. Yeah, I was just going to suggest in that, too, that I like that reiterating and maybe just, I don't know, the, the committee members, you know, identified it as a, a top priority because it remains, we have a humanitarian crisis and we should be treating it as one and, and, we, and it should be funded as a, you know, as a humanitarian crisis and a priority. I don't know. I don't know if that's strong enough, but you're raising that people are you know, facing extreme weather and dying, and it's just anyway something to me. The humanitarian crisis part is um, should be reflected in, in how we treat it as a spending priority. You know, it's said often the budgets are a reflection of your values, and and I, I mean I was very pleased to see the other committee members rank it so high too. That's just we're seeing a crisis in our streets. Thanks, Ro. You know, I think that humanitarian word, I think that is going to be critical. I like that. So thank you for adding that. Which um, we're requesting $5 million annually to continue to implement. And then in the last sentence, 
the committee urges the council to renew the PB program and increase support in 23-24. I have no more speakers in the queue. Going once. Twice. Ready to allow, enable our scribe to finalize? I thought you make a motion to. Are we going to have a chance to review yeah. any edits he made today? But I'm like, I'm sure he's done a fabulous job and he's sitting here like taking directions from multiple people at once. So thank you. Thank you, Vice Chair Cooney. Um. No, no, we're not going to have a chance to see the final letter. Oh, yeah. It has to. It gets submitted tomorrow. To yeah, yeah. The agenda. And yeah, that's. Um, yeah, no. I wish there was a way that we all had a keyboard and a computer yeah, here. We yeah. could just put it on the screen and they start working together, like big collaboration. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm okay with making a motion to move forward with the document, as with the edits that Vice Chair Cooney has added today at this meeting, to finalize the process. Do I hear a second? Member Pascal? Yeah, I was just going to, uh, I was going to second with my thanks to the uh, vice chair and the committee for everyone making it a stronger letter today. And our attorney. <laughs> Member Macias. Is there anyone who was just... Um, thank you. Just clarifying the, the language that, that Member Sala raised around the sort of gang intervention and how we deal with, with that one. Are, is the committee comfortable with my suggestion that we limit it to sort of um, you know, community-based organization intervention, that that's what we're, we're mentioning? Uh, Member Vice Chair Cooney. I'll read the current language and then just see like what edits you would want to add or, or remove. I also think that we could take the other note you had in terms of adding some portions to public safety and then tagging on that the city, you know, uh, in line with the city council's redefinition of public safety, uh, which includes youth programs and violence prevention. It specifically lays that out. Um, but this is what the community response. The community recommends additional funding for community response teams, crisis intervention teams, and violence prevention programming to reduce gun violence. So not necessarily gangs, but that's what it is so far. Uh, I did have that you recommended, of course, referencing community-based organizations. So did you want to weave that in, or did you want to separate it? Member Sala, is that consistent with your recommendation? OK. okay. Member Sala? Yeah, and I think you just referencing the resolution that the city adopted. It very clearly talks about what that is, and I think that's an important piece that could be included in there. Um, I was gonna—I forgot I was gonna. Oh, oh, I just wanted to say a comment that um, whoever mentioned it was you that said that it's really important that. We're going to make our recommendation, but there are things 
that I want to stress to the city council and the budget and audit. So attend the meetings, make your comments known. You can do it as a as a measure. You you can do it as a individual citizen. You can do it as a community leader, and just make your comments. In. And this is the time to really call out whatever you want to call out. If we want to further elaborate on the importance of collecting this data, we can do it because it's a separate than what's happening here. So it's really important and and um, I plan on doing it until they adopt the budget. Thank you. Any more comments or discussion on the motion? Clerk, can you call the roll on the motion? Thank you, Chair. <clears throat> Members, can you please unmute yourselves? Member Rueb? Yes. Member Sala? Yes. Member Macias? Yes. Member Wolf? Yes. Member Goris is absent. Vice Chair Cooney? Yes. Member Riviera? Yes. Member Bird is absent. Member Pascal? Yes. Member Diaz is absent. And Chair Dickinson? Yes. Thank you. The motion passes. Thank you. And I believe, I, I'd just like to make a couple of comments and, and add my thanks to Vice Chair Cooney for doing such an amazing job of reflecting our discussion last week and putting us in a position to have you do the final uh, with complete confidence that it will reflect the, the discussion of the committee. I really, really appreciate your work on that. And I want to also just uh, reiterate what Member Sala said. Um, to the extent that you can um, attend either budget and audit on the 30th at 3, or the full council adoption of, is there a council action before that? Before the 13th of June? I do not believe so. Okay, all right. Um, and full council is scheduled to act um, on the 13th, and so to the extent that you can attend and make comment, uh, reiterating the recommendations and, and adding your own point of view, that would be really outstanding. I appreciate that. Appreciate you all making the time for um, an unexpected meeting and appreciate staff, council, clerk for making the time to enable this to happen. And with that, I think, oh, are there any other commissioner comments, ideas and suggestions? I do, th I, I do think that um, the allusions to a more detailed uh, discussion of some priority items like homelessness um, for upcoming agendas make sense and think about if there are other topics um, that we need need a deeper dive. It doesn't ha you don't have to decide tonight, but member member Sala. Um, well, I want to thank you, um, Chair Dickinson, for Tuesday um, up there and getting and presenting our request for our subcommittee. 
and it getting approved and getting it broadened. So we have a little more room to do um, more than just the budget and audit. So that was great. And I know we can't, it's not for this agenda, but next agenda will, you'll be appointing who the subcommittee members. And so I look forward to that. But thank you for, for standing up there and, and presenting the case to the council. Well, thank you. I, I think we all did some work uh, behind the scenes that, that made it happen. And, you know, you know I think they, they claim to want to hear from us. So let's keep just letting them hear from us. <laughs> uh, Member Pascal. Um, well, uh, I would echo what Member Salas said. Thank you um, for your presentation to the council. It was obviously persuasive. Um, and uh, along the lines of what Member Salas raised earlier, I think the discussion of the council from the um, from members of the community in particular were very focused on um, the issue around um, sort of the definition of public safety and how those dollars are allocated. and. Um, to that and it might be worth us having either a presentation or some discussion at a future meeting about what that looks like or to for to get a better understanding I think for ourselves of how measure U funds are used in those areas. I would appreciate learning more about that I guess. Both really good ideas and maybe maybe the public safety community what's uh, like community response what that nexus is would be helpful so so those are two big big items for us to pay attention to anything else for the good of the order well then I believe this meeting is adjourned thank you everyone <laughs> <laughs>